Welcome back. This is The Strong Room. I'm Sherry McMillan. Today we're exploring the idea of giving to charity. Now many of us do give to charity both in our lifetime but also in our estates. And we do this by providing our energy to charities but also our money. Now you may be interested to know that Statistics Canada reports that health organizations get the greatest number of donations but religious organizations actually receive the most amount of money. So obviously, as a Canadian population, we do feel strongly about our value sets, and that's obviously evident in what we give. So you may be asking, well, what types of gifts can I give, and which ones are the most effective for me? Well, ultimately, the most effective gift that we can give is in the year that we pass, because in fact, what it can do is it can create a tax refund, if you can imagine, in our estate. That's right. We can actually create a tax refund rather than owing tax when we die. So that old analogy that death and taxes are inevitable can actually be overturned. So let's explore some of the obvious gifts that most of us would give contemplation to. The first one is, of course, cash. Cash is easy. We just simply give a lump sum. However, there is not a large taxation benefit to cash because we don't get a double-edged sword with it. The amount we give, we certainly do get a write-off for, but it does not necessarily create the most ample taxation benefit possible. So what asset can? Well, in fact, assets that are considered a capital gain asset can. And what that really means is for most of us, it would include things like real estate, our stocks, potentially different business ventures we've pursued through life. These are the types of assets that in the event we gift to charity, we actually get the most lucrative taxation benefit because what happens is only 50% of that asset base is taxable and yet we're getting 100% write-off for the gift itself. So in fact, you are creating potentially a tax refund for your estate, which of course we're all looking to accomplish. Now, another very interesting one that is explored very often is the area of life insurance as a gift to charity. Now, when we buy life insurance, the premium that we pay for life insurance is deductible if we give it to charity. But more importantly, the large amount that we are in receipt of in our estate, if given to charity, can actually offset all of the tax we have outstanding in our estate. So I know many of us in the community do hear about really large bequests that happen. So for example, a park is created out of $10 million. Or you hear of a hospital being created with a new whole wing going in. How does that happen? Well, many of these bequests are actually coming from large, large insurance contracts that families have purchased to bequest to charity. And what they've done in effect is they've zeroed out their tax burden that their estate would owe and replaced it with this large life insurance that goes out to create such a philanthropic outcome for the community. It's a remarkable opportunity, and it usually costs very, very little for us to do in our overall estate designs. We just don't know we even have these kinds of opportunities. Now, another very interesting kind of gift that we can give is what we call a gift in kind. It means we don't actually have to change it into cash before we bequest it. Now, I had the privilege over the years to work with a very interesting collection of art a family had put together over time, and they felt very passionate about art. In fact, their collection had been created through their world travels in retirement. 
Now, unfortunately, in this particular family, they didn't have a lot of interest in the next generation with art, and so they wanted to ensure that their art remained preserved in the Calgary community. So you'll find this very interesting. In fact, you never know you might see their art one day. What they decided to do is to donate their art collection to the Glenbow Museum here in Calgary. And that way, they were certain that the preservation of those particular pieces would always be preserved for generations to come. And they said, if our grandchildren ever did have interest in this art, at least we know where to send them to go see it. So a very interesting way in which to give back. Now you may wonder, can you get a tax deduction for such a gift? In fact, you can. So you would of course have it evaluated and depending on the value, that would be the receipt you would be given upon giving that value to charity. And so in fact, it's the same as giving cash. And so it can be exceptionally effective. Now another asset that a lot of families are concerned about is their RRSP programs or RIF programs. And many of us who have accumulated such programs have a lot of concern about the tax that we will be required to pay upon that transfer to the next generation. In fact, just to give you some numbers, what actually happens with an RSP or RIF program is when we transfer it in Alberta to our loved ones, they will pay approximately 39% tax on it. So I always round it and say it's about 40. So for every $100,000 of value I have in my RSP program, I'm gonna give up to Canada Revenue Agency approximately $40,000. Do I want to? Of course not. So many of us actually can use this particular asset as a very effective plan in offsetting other taxes that we owe in our estate. And so more and more people today are making the decision to actually bequest the registered programs they own to charities of choice. And what that can create for them is it removes the taxation burden off the balance of their estate and we do mitigate the most tax ineffective asset in our estate, which is usually our RRSP and RIF program. And many, many families obviously have concern about this because we got a tax benefit and the outcome is that later we pay greatly. And so to be able to offset some of that is of course a very big privilege for us. Now another thing to be concerned about when we're giving a gift to charity is that we verified with the charity they'll accept it. Now you may be surprised to hear me say that, but what I'm driving at here is charities have specific regulation in law that they have to utilize. And so they may not be able to accept certain types of gifts from us. And so we need to verify in advance of giving that gift that they can. The case that comes to mind for me was a family that wanted to give a sizable property to charity, a piece of real estate. And this particular real estate actually had a mortgage attached to it and some issues on the zoning around the building itself. And what ended up happening is the charity that was supposed to inherit it had a very difficult time on how to deal with the municipalities. And so they didn't actually want to accept the gift, if you can imagine. So therefore, sometimes even though this seems like a great gift that we're giving contemplation to, the charity has to be diligent about the types of properties they receive. So the very best option is to be sure we've had the discussion in advance of making that particular type of gift. Even though we may feel very strongly about it, we have to be sure the charity can accept it. Creating philanthropic work needs to come from our heart, and ultimately, using our value set is of the utmost importance. This particular daughter I once had the privilege to work with was caring for her elderly mother. And her mother at that time was requiring daily assisted living. And this young daughter 
had the frustration of trying to provide that full-time support. And so it caused her a lot of stress, obviously, not only in the care for her mother, but her own family as well. And so she felt unsupported in the community. At one of the meetings, she expressed to me that she wanted to create a foundation to benefit caregivers and to provide them support in the community. She felt obviously passionate about this herself because she had bared the brunt of carrying that load on her own right. So what she did is she actually set up what we call a foundation. And a foundation is, again, creating a lump sum deposit that then can give back to the community. Now, she named the charity in honor of her mother, and she also included her children in this particular process, and it ended up being very much a family affair. As many of us know, the worst thing that could happen is that we become a burden to our own family, and I know that's a fear that's shared by many of us out in the community. We want to be self-reliant, even in our elder years. And so this young daughter, although she had had a difficult experience not having support with her own mother, now has had the opportunity to create a particular type of charity to solve this problem, even for her own children. In fact, her own daughter is participating in this charity and leading that organization. And what that does is it creates benefits to people that are caregivers. It can provide them support, for example, to take people to the doctor via taxi services. It can help provide groceries for the elderly that are not able to get out there and do it on their own. So a very, very close-to-heart situation that this woman experienced herself. And in turn, the foundation that she created had meaning not only for herself and her children, but the entire community as a whole. Now, these are just a few examples of what's possible, but you can see that by giving to charity, we create not only a tax benefit, but even more importantly, we give value back to our community and families. Through the estate planning process, you can obtain the satisfaction and the relief of knowing that your lifetime work and goals are met. Passing on your legacy is a stewardship, not just of the physical property, but also our life experience. Our care and our support for our families over our lifetime is of immeasurable importance. And so understanding the opportunities is vital. If you'd like more information on charitable giving or have other interests about estate planning, you are welcome to join us at our website, strongroom.ca. I'm Sherry McMillan. This is The Strong Room.